We are in this series, Transformative Mind, Transformative Life. How many of you have been blessed by this series of messages? Just some. And this is why I'm, I keep preaching. Because I know there are some strongholds that need to be broken. Yet. And today, I will give you the last teaching of this series. It's the last teaching. But I want to ask you, please, be connected. Why? Because this is the most important part. Why, Pastor? Because I give you the practical steps of how to transform your mind and how to renew your mind. Okay? Please don't get distracted. Don't let anything to distract you. Are you ready to receive the word? Amen. Say to the person next to you, are you ready to see the word? Open your heart. Why am I am teaching about that? Your mind is the most important thing about you. It's your mind that determines what you think is possible. What do you think about God and what God has for your life? Is your, everything comes from your mind. And your life today, your life today, what has happened in your life today is the result of your decisions. Just as you think, so you are. This is what the Bible says. Everything that is happening in your life is the result of your decisions, of your thinking. And last week I told you that our mind is a battlefield. Do you remember? And most, most of life's battles are won or lost in the mind. You can win or lose the battles because of your mind. And I want to read the, the same text that we read last week, 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 3 to 5. Let's read all together, please. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God for pulling down strongholds. Pay attention, pulling down strongholds, casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. The Bible said that we live in a world, but we do not wage war as the world does. As a follower of Christ, if you were born again, we have spiritual weapons, the Bible says, 
And our weapons have what? Divine power to demolish strongholds. I told you what is stronghold. Maybe you do not remember, you don't remember it. But what is a stronghold, Pastor? It is a, a wrong pattern of thinking. It's, it's, it's a lies that the devil has been telling you for years. And you believe it, and your life today is the result of these strongholds. Do you know? If, if you listen one thing once, twice, three times, four times, after some, some, some period of time, you start believing that. Psychologists say, say that. Even people who start that is a liar, they start lying once, twice, three times. And after some period, they start thinking that it's, it's true. Yeah, because he's a, a big liar, and then the liar is telling all the time, and that lie becomes something that's true for him. And Paul said that, Paul said here that we demolish arguments, thoughts, and every idea that set itself against the knowledge of God. And also says that we take captive every thought and make it obedient to Christ. And this is what, are you with me? This is what you have to do. You need to take captive every thought. Please, you have to follow me today. As I am preaching, teaching, you have to think about your life. Don't think about the life of your brother or your sister or your neighbor, okay? It's about you and I'm preaching, teaching. Not, it's not going to make any difference if you start thinking about your brother, your mother, or your neighbor, okay? Why we need to change our mindset? Why you need to change your mindset? And the way that you think, because your life, pay attention what I'm saying to you, your life is moving in the direction of your strongest thoughts. What comes into your mind tends to come out your life. Isn't it? What you are thinking, what you are planning, what you learn, learn from daddy and mommy is not something that is according to the word of God. But what you learn on the internet is not according to the word of God. And many Christians, they have strongholds. That is, it's a lie, it's not true. Because what comes into your mind, that should comes out in your life. What is, what is happening in your life, good or bad, 
is the result of your thoughts and decisions. Do you agree? What is happening today in your life is the result of your thoughts and your decisions. Everything. The body that you have is because of your decisions. The degree, the education that you have is your decisions. The way that you are going in the church is about your decisions. It's all about bad or good. You cannot have a blessed and positive, faith-filled life when you have a negative, fear-filled mind. Filled mind. You can't. You cannot have a positive mind. A blessed mind when you don't have the control of what you think. You as a Christian, you need to change your whole old mindset. This is one of the most important teachings that I am giving to this church. Why? Because some people come to church, become a Christian, but they keep their old mindset. And you cannot be a real Christian with this old pattern or this old mindset. And I told you last time, the next message, that you will not be transformed instantly with a prayer. Do you remember? I told you. Because some people say, Pastor, pray for me. I am having bad thoughts. I am taking bad decisions. Pray for me. Sorry, I can pray for you, but it's not going to change your mind. No, no, no. So why not? Because you trained your 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 minds for years. You trained for years your mind to think in the wrong way, and you have these strongholds that are lies. For many years. And now what you need to do? You need to train, train your mind again. Because you started doing wrong things for many years. And your mind is, is, is ready. And now you need to train your mind. Maybe a lot of you have not ever thought about training your mind. Have you thought about that? Did you know that you can train your mind? Did you know that? You might have thought about training your dog. Many people, they want to train their, their dogs. Some people in Brazil, they have parrots. That's a nice word. And they train them how to speak. And, and also, we can train our body. Yeah, we can train our body. And for example, I'm going to give you one example. For years, I taught myself that training my body was all about exercise. My God, to train my body is all about exercise. To run, to jump, or to swim, 
to push up. But this is not true. I, I discovered years later that this is not true. Training is not just what do you do with your body, but it's also what do you put into it. Isn't it? Yeah. Some people say, I am walking, but they do not know what's happening with me and getting my weight. <laughs> this is a such a good illustration about your mind. It's not just on how we have been thinking, but also what we pour into our mind. Pay attention what I'm going to say now. You can either train, train our mind to continue believing the wrong thing, or we can train our mind with the truth. Both. It's not just what you do with, it's what you put in it. And I want you to read now Philippians chapter 4, verse 8. Do you know where was Paul when he wrote the book of Philippians? Maybe you do not know. But the, Paul the Apostle, he, he wrote from a Roman prison. But he wrote this book. He was arrested and he was waiting for execution. He was waiting for his death. And now you have this background. You know how he was. Now you're going to read what he spoke, what he said. Where he was? That's what I'm teaching. The problem. It's not your problem. The problem is your mind. If you have a, this stronghold in your mind, what God needs to, to do is transform your mind first, not to bless you, to open the doors for you. The problem is, it is our mind. It's not our circumstance. God, what God wants most is to change and to transform our minds, then to, then to transform our circumstances. Let's read now Philippians 4 8. Let's read all together, please. This man that was in prison. And now, dear brothers and sisters, one final thing. Fix your thoughts on what is true and honorable and right and pure and lovely and admirable. Think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise. Wow! Here a man who was in prison waiting for his own death for his execution and he did not say
things could not get more and worse than this. When he was expecting to keep preaching the gospel, and where he finished, where he finished his life, in a prison. But can you see? You are not in prison. But you don't have this mentality. And he was in prison and he was free. <laughs> and, he was, and he is teaching being you. Please fix your, your thoughts. It's something different. The problem is where is your thoughts? He said from a, a Roman prison one final thing. Fix your thoughts on what is true. Fix your thoughts on what is honorable. Fix your thoughts on what is right and pure and love and admirable. He didn't say, fix your thoughts in what you are afraid. He didn't say that. On what you hate. He didn't say, fix your eyes on your problems. But fix your mind and think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise. You have to train, train your mind. Fixing your thoughts and meditating on God's word. Yeah. I want to read a verse that talks about meditation. Psalm 119, verse 15. Let's read all together. I will meditate on your precepts and contemplate your ways. Maybe what you know about uh, meditation is Western meditation. Do you know what is Western meditation? You empty your mind and focus on nothing. <laughs> and it does, it, it, you are just there, Zen. Thinking on nothing. You empty your mind and then. <laughs> but Christian meditation is totally different. It's filling our mind with the truth. Not empty your mind, fill your mind with the truth. It's all about to fill your mind. The problem is that you don't put the truth in your mind. This is the point. Paul said he was in prison and started telling you that there are excited prisons. Wake up! This is not a problem. Focus on something that's true. The word of God is the truth. You have to focus and train your mind in the truth. Amen? You have to focus and train your mind with the truth. What do your mind normally focus? Your mind normally focus 
in your insecurities. You are ours. You are insecure because you have to take some decision and you are folks focusing on that. Or your fears, your worst case scenarios, or the lies that the devil has been telling you for years. I'm gonna I'm gonna say some lies that the, the, the devil has told you for years. You are not going to, you are not, you you are never going to be good enough. You are incapable. You should be ashamed of you. How could God ever use you? Look who you are, from where you came from. Look at your past. This is what we have in our mind for many years. You are believing in a, in a lie for five years, 10 years, 20 years, some people 40 years. And this process of transforming mind is not instantly. It's not instantly. Because you have this pattern of lies here. And what is the worst? I, tell, I, I have told you, sometimes you are talking, you are giving advice, and they, they keep going in one direction. They go to listen. They go and go into one direction. Doing what's wrong, doing what's wrong, lying, going to, to doing what is not right to do, and then what happens with our lives? Now, today, I'm going to I'm going to give you a key from God's word. This is I said. This is the most important message of this series because today you are going to receive the key that can transform your life if if you put it into practice. Amen. Okay. Not going to transform because you listen to Pastor Mark. You know, not because you listen to God's word. If you put it into practice, then your life is going to be transformed. Are you ready to receive the truth that can set you free? Yes. Yes. And just some of you. Yeah. I said, are you ready to receive the truth that can set you free? Just the truth can set you free. But you need to change your this pattern in your mind. And I have a question to you. What stronghold is holding you back? What stronghold are holding you back? But, and then my first question is, is that, what is the top wrong mindset that is holding you hostage? Hmm? Maybe, now you need to think. Now you need to think about you. Don't think about your partner, about your husband, about your wife, about your neighbor, about the person that's sitting next to you, okay? Think about you. For some of you, because you grew up in a destroyed family, you don't believe that you can have a blessed and great family. Or you, you're never going to get married 
Or are you never going to a blessed marriage? Baby, you are fighting for years against addictions. You are addicted. When I say addiction, I not say just drugs, cigarettes, alcohol. All of that is so bad. But there are some addictions that you are always going always in this way. Some people, they are addicted to lie. They cannot say the truth. And you know what are your strongholds. And maybe you are saying, are you never going to be able to overcome this addiction? Most of people, they are addicted to something. They say, I'm not going to be able to overcome this addiction. This is a lie. Do you agree with? This is a lie. I know. You might think of yourself. I will never be healthy. I will never. This is the way. This is a lie. Or I have tried to get close to God and I am never going to be close to God. Are you never going to have a meaningful job? Are you always going to do something stupid? Yeah. And my question to you is, what is the dominant stronghold that the devil has trained you with the mental pathway to believe in something that's not truth about you? First, what should you do? You need to know what is the mindset that is hosting you. Amen? This is the first thing. What is the first thing that you have to do? To know what is your mindset that is hosting you. You need to know. What is your mindset that is hosting you? You are a slave of it. This is the first part. The second thing, you need to know, you need to know the spiritual truth from God's word that demolish that stronghold. You do get the point? First, you need to know what is it. Then you need to know the truth that God has said, not Pastor Marshall. And how can you destroy these strongholds? With the truth. You know the truth, and the truth you set you free. You are listening to the truth today. Now, we are going to take the spiritual truth. We are going to do some exercise now, okay? Because now we are going to take the spiritual truth that is empowered by God's living word that is powerful to bring a transformation. Amen? And we are going to let his word to renew our mind. 
The only thing that, that can renew and transform is the truth. The truth of God's word that is powerful. And I want to ask you all, do you have a notebook and pen? Thanks God, some people, they are good students, and they come to the church with notebooks and pen. Yeah. If you don't use to do that, please, because here you are learning many things. And when you go to the cell meeting, and the leader asks you, what did you learn on Sunday? Uh, 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 I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, pastor. Why? Because you didn't take notes. Every time you come to church, come with a notebook and pen. Amen? And I want to ask you, if you don't have a notebook, you can type. I'm going to allow you to use your mobile now. <laughs> Just to type. Don't go to Instagram, Facebook, okay? Just to type, please. <laughs> because I am rebooking this spirit of Facebook. I am rebooking this spirit of Instagram. That is destroying your mind. You know you are wasting your time and destroying your life through internet. The problem is not just what you are thinking, what you are putting inside of it, your mind. <laughs> and you are putting a lot of rubbish here. And this is your problem. And now I want you to ask you to write or to type this truth or even to take picture. Okay, if you want to take picture what is written there. Then we are going to start thinking. Now you are going to start using your brain, okay? Don't get lost. Use your, your brain. Because you, then we are going to start thinking on it. And I encourage you to confess it until, until God starts to renew your mind. Then what, I'm going to what we are going to do? We are going to write it. We are going to confess it until we believe it. Okay? What we are going to do? Write to write it. Think about it. Confess it until we believe it. Let's say again. We are going to write it, think it, confess it, until we believe it. This is why I'm saying to you that maybe it's going to take time. Why? Because it took time, years, you believe in some lies. For five years, ten years, you believe in lies. How can this lie get out of your mind in instantly with one word or one prayer of pastor? Never. You need to write it you need to think about it. You need to confess that truth until you believe it. Your mind should be renewed with God's truth. Amen? For example, I'm going to give you some example for you to understand. Maybe, maybe you are lacking confidence. Every time you feel insecure, Inadequate. You feel that you are not enough. Have you, have, have you had this feeling? So, you are going to create 
a statement based on God's word that could be like this. Are you with me? Okay. Then you are going to say that this statement. Let's read all together. My confidence is in Christ alone because his spirit lives within me. I can do everything that he calls me to do. And you are going to write it, think about it, to confess it until you believe it. Did you get the exercise? If you don't do that, sorry, your mind is not going to be transformed. Because you need to use your mind. Maybe let's give another example. Maybe you might be struggling to know God's will. Many people come to me and say, Pastor, I don't know God's will. I don't, I don't know what's the will of God for my life. So you need to create a statement based on God's word, not on your mind. That could be like this. I'm going to give you a, another one. Let's read all together. My life belongs to God. Daily I seek Him, and He directed my steps. I know His voice. He leads me to His perfect will. Amen? Then you, are, you need to do what? You have to write it. You are going to think it. And you are going to say it until you, until you believe over and over and over again. Because, do you remember that I said one lie, said once, twice, three times, what happened in your mind? You start believing in a lie. And for you to believe in the truth, you need to write it. You need to think about it. You need to confess it. To declare. To, this, is the, this is why the Bible says for you to meditate. This is meditation. It's not to empty your mind. It's to fill your mind with the truth. Because you need to know the truth. And the truth set you free. Are you, are you receiving? Maybe... You have struggles or you struggle fighting lustful against lust and immorality. Lustful and immoral thoughts. Maybe this is your problem. And maybe, I don't, don't know, some people they are used to do and they, and they are okay. Even they are Christians. But there are some real Christians. They are sick and tired of being hostage to image and shameful ideas. So what do you need to do? You need to let God to renew your mind with these thoughts. I'm over and over again, and I'm going to give you just some of it. Let's read all together. I'm not... A slave to lustful thoughts. Because God has purified my mind. And I have the mind of Christ. 
I will honor him with my eyes and thoughts. My God is faithful. Even if I am tempted, he will always, he will always, he will way out and I will live a holy life. Yeah, this is what he's going to do. But what you have to do? Write it. Think it. Confess it until if you don't speak. Everything you believe you speak. Do you remember that Jesus said everything that you speak, if you speak with your mouth, you confess Jesus, you'll be saved. Jesus said to you, when you are in front of the mountain, what you have to, to, to do? To speak to the mountain. I always, you are going to be this pattern. If you just believe in your mind, but if you don't speak, you are not going to see miracles. You need to know, you need to write, and you need to confess until it becomes true in your mind. Because it's true in the, in the kingdom of God, but it needs to become a true in your mind. Can you say amen? Maybe you are fighting to lose weight. <laughs> Some people are fighting to lose weight. And they are always seeking comfort in food. Ah. <laughs> then I have one for you. That Let's read out together. When you, are, when you lose weight. When I am stressed. I'm not going to turn to the food, okay? When I am stressed, I turn to God, not to food. Not food. I come to Jesus because he is what I need. In him I find strength and comfort. Can you say amen? Yeah. Comfort in him, not comfort. And <laughs> yeah, not comfort in food. Maybe... You are going to find yourself battling worry. I think we do not have this kind of people here that are always worried about things. Just, I think, maybe in another church. Here, Shalom, we don't have these people. Yeah, no, we don't have. Yeah, the, these people. No, I, the people, they are never worried. But Jesus said, do not worry. <laughs> and this scene, no one speaks about it. But do you know that to be worried is a kind of sin? Did you know? Yeah. When you are worried, what are you saying to God? God, I don't believe you. And I have to worry about myself because you don't care about me and I have to be worried. Is it what the Bible says? Is this a lie that you are believing for a long time, but you don't see as a sin and you don't see as a lie? This is the point. Oh, I am in this way, Pastor. Sorry. This, this is why you don't have this, a humble heart. You never changed. Because you need to be humble to say, no, this is a sin, Pastor. And I want you to ask, I am sorry. I, I need for, forgiveness because of our heart. But if you are battling, if you worry, you have to write it, you have to think it, you have to confess until you believe. And what you are going to say, let's go. 
because of Christ, I'm not anxious about anything. I cast my cares on God because He cares for me. Hallelujah. I have the peace of God dwelling in my heart and ruling in my mind. Hallelujah. Then I can go to bed and sleep. <laughs> I think I have told you. Sometimes I am so worried. <laughs> and I go to bed and to sleep. And Fabiana starts talking to me. And she knows. I think it takes three seconds for me to sleep. <laughs> three seconds is too much. Sometimes two. If I sleep, if I close my eyes, my mind shut down. <laughs> Why am I going to be worried? And I have a lot of troubles. Did you know that? <laughs> I have problems from church, from disciples, from leaders, from my family in Brazil, from disciples, disciples in Europe, another pastors. I, if you do not know, I have some pastor leaders in Europe that I meet every week praying for them. They bring me troubles, problems. I have discipleship with them, with many people. <laughs> but as soon as I finish, as soon as I finish talking to you, I go home and I rest. Why? I trust in God. <laughs> I don't carry problems over my shoulder. But unfortunately, some Christians, they're so worried. And their minds. <laughs> Is the Holy Spirit speaking to you? No, or just with the, the, your neighbor? Yeah. Okay. You have, please look at me. You have to identify what is the stronghold that is hosting your mind. Then what is the spiritual truth that will set you free. Did you get? Did you get what I say? You first you have to do what? To identify the stronghold that is is hosting your mind. And second, what is the spiritual truth from God's word that will set you free? And uh, what you have to do in a practical way? To write it, think it, confess it until you believe. What you have to do? Again? Again? This is the point. Amen? Meditation on God's word. And training your mind with the truth. You are creating a new paths, ways. And God is renewing your mind. Amen? This is what you need to med Sorry, you have to spend time with this book. <laughs> Meditation, God, God's word. It's not about only exercise. It's what you? Are you with me? I said it's not only about exercise. 
is about what you put inside of it. What are you putting? What's the truth that you are putting inside of your mind? To help you, I'm going to confess my stronghold. <laughs> okay? Oh, pastor, do you have strongholds? Yes, I had a lot. And some of them, not, not many times ago. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to open my heart to you and to share my strongholds that I had. Because I had many. But I'm going to just share some of them. As, I, as a child, I always battled with thoughts of inadequacy or deficiency or insufficiency. You know what is it? What is that? Yeah. And since I born again, I have been attacking with God's word. The ones that that's hunted me since I was a little kid. Yeah. Because this is hunting me since I was a child. The lie that I have always believed is that I am never enough. I will never be successful. This was what I believed. I never will be successful. I will never be a man that please, pleases God. I will, not, I will never be a pastor that will make a difference. I will never preach a good enough sermon. Hmm. Yeah. I battled. I will never be righteous enough to lead the church. If I give my best to the church, I fail Fabiana and my daughters. If I bring my best at home for Fabian and my daughters, then I will fail leading the church that God has entrusted me. And it's a battle that I had. I can't live up with your expectation. Another one that I had I will never be able to preach in English. Yeah. Oh, it was, it was so big, this, this stronghold. If you do not know, I am preaching for 20, 25, 20, 24 years as a pastor and as a leader, 30 years. And uh, then... I moved to Ireland, and I became illiterated. I could not speak, talk, to write. Or, and, then I, and then I had this strong, that strong, very strong stronghold that was holding my life. You will never be able to, to preach in English. Then I am not enough. The challenge with that lie 
is that there is some truth in it, isn't it? There is some truth in this lie. I mean, there is some truth which makes it easy to believe. Because of what? Because of my sinfulness. I'm not a perfect man. Because I am a human being. I'm not different of you. And because of my limitations, there are a lot of me that never will be enough. Never. But now is the point. <laughs> but thankfully, I don't have to rely on what is inside of me. But there is a great power greater than me that is absolutely and completely and is more than enough. And here is my truth. And it's from the word of God that I, I take from 2 Peter 1.3. Let's read. Let's read all together. By his divine power, God has given us everything we need for living a godly life. Hallelujah. We, we have received all of this by coming to know him. The one who called us to himself by means of marvelous glory and excellency. Hallelujah. God's power, God's divine power has given me everything that I need. God's power has given you everything that you need. But this is a truth that you need to receive. How you are going to receive? How I'm going to receive a pastor? When you get your Bible, start reading. And this truth enters inside of you. And you start, and you read, and you write it. And you believe, then you start confessing. And then you believe it. Ha! This is the way. God has given me everything. Has God, God has given me the time to do what he called me to do. Amen? He has given me the strength to do what he calls me to do. He has given me everything. And God has given you everything that you need. God has given you everything that you need. Amen. Hallelujah. And I'm going to start declaring some words to you. Why? Because maybe we are going to say, Pastor, you, you, do not, you don't know me. Yes, I know you. I know. <laughs> maybe you're going to say, Oh, Pastor, I'm so weak. I didn't study. I have a lot of troubles. I know. But did you know one thing? The power of God only works on your weaknesses. <laughs> you didn't understand what I said. The power of God is not for people who are proud. People do, do not have broken heart. But if you 
Always when you sin, you go to another people and say, please forgive me, I did wrong. And you repent, and you fix your mistakes, and you have this broken heart. And then you, you are so weak, and what happened? The power of God is made perfect. Where? In your weaknesses. But many of you, I know everything. <laughs> okay, this is why the power of God doesn't work in your life. <laughs> Maybe you're going to say, Pastor Marcio, you, you preach it, you have good words. <laughs> no, 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 no. You don't know when I have to preach what I, how I go to Lord. Do you know when I have to preach what I do? I cry a lot. I say, Lord, what I know is not enough. What I have is not enough. I need your grace. I cry. Every time I'm preaching, I have some things inside of me saying that it's not enough. But when you have this feeling, do you know what I do? I go to his presence. I humble myself. And I say, God, I need you. God, I need you. I am, I am so weak. And what the Bible says? When let the weak say. <laughs> this is the point. You need only to have a broken heart and humble heart. To humble yourself before people and before God. And then the Lord will use you. It's not all because of you. But his power that is made perfect your weaknesses. God can only use weak people. <laughs> If you are saying I am weak, it's okay. I want to read some verse quickly because our time is gone. And I am in, in, the, in, the, in, in the introduction of the word. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think I, I need more two or three on this series to finish. Second Corinthians 12, 8 to 10. Let's read all together. When I am weak, his strength is made perfect in me. 2 Corinthians 12, 8 to 10. You are going to read at home, okay? You have to take notes, take pictures, and, and because you, you need to read all this verse. This is the truth. When you are feeling how? Weak. Romans 8 to 11. Let's read all together. I have got the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead, dwelling inside of me. Can you imagine who is dwelling inside of you? Who? The Holy Spirit. <laughs> wow. Second Peter 1 Peter 1.3. All together, please. He has given me everything that I need for life and godliness. Wow. John 8, 32. You, you know the truth, and the truth you set you free. And I have a question. What is the driving line that has held you back? What is? And what is the truth that you set you free? Uh -huh. Did you get what is the lie 
And what is the truth? It's the only way. Maybe you think, I can get it all done. And your truth is, 2 Corinthians 12, 10. I can, all together, I can do all things through my Savior, Jesus Christ, who gave me strength. When I am weak, he makes me strong. Hallelujah. <laughs> Maybe you feel like I am never going to be attractive enough. <laughs> I don't like the way I look. Maybe you don't like the way you look. You don't like your body. Psalm 139, 14. This is the truth about you. Let's read all together. You are fearfully and powerfully made by the grace of God. Hallelujah. Wow. <laughs> he formed you in a wonderful way. He has given you gifts to make the difference in this world. Maybe you feel like I am always going to be miserable. I am always going to be depressed. No! You are not going to be depressed or worried. Nehemiah 8.10. What is written? The joy of the Lord is my strength. The joy of the Lord is my strength. The joy of the Lord is my strength. Hallelujah. The moment the lie tells you you are going to always be alone, say no. Hebrews 13.5 says, My God is with me. He is never going to leave me. He is never going to forsake me. Hmm. Maybe the lie tells you that you are, no, you are just nothing but victim. Hmm. No, you are not a victim. Revelation 12, 11. And they overcame by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. And they did not love their lives to the death. Wow. God's word tells you, I am overcomer by the blood of Jesus. You are one overcomer by the blood of Jesus and by the word of your testimony. I am not what who others say that I am. I am not. I am not what the pastors are saying that I am. Hmm. When I moved here, I was walking on the streets. And I met some pastors that I knew they were pastors in the town. And they knew that I was. And many times, some of them look at me, pass through me, as I was nobody. I said, wow. And they knew. But the time changed. Season changed. And then 
this year, all the pastors in the town, they invited me to preach in their conference. And I was preaching to all of them. And things changed. I am not what the people think about me. <laughs> I am not even who the lies in my own mind say that I am. Let's read all together. I am. I am who God says I am. I have what God says I have. I can what God says I can. <laughs> you, you know the truth and the truth will set you free. Your life in so many ways is moving in the direction of your strongest thoughts. Okay? Your life is going in directions of your thoughts, what you are thinking, and this is why things are not well. What comes into your mind comes out in your life. Let's stand up, please. Don't, please, don't talk. Let's have a silence. Because now you have to think about your strongholds. You cannot have a positive, faith-filled life when you have a negative, fear-filled mind. It's impossible. So what you are going to do? Now it's your turn. I gave the word. God spoke to you. But now it's about you. We are going to capture those lies. You have to capture all those lies that are around your mind. You have to capture. You have to think about. Please, start thinking. What are these strongholds, these lies that you are living, you are believing for many years? And you have to capture these lies, name it, and we are going to replace it with the truth. Amen? You need to capture. If you, if you stay quiet, looking at the pastor Mars, you say, oh, no, it's not my prayer that's going to transform you. You have to capture, to know, to be aware of all these lies that you are holding, keep you hostage, and, and you need to now to replace it with the truth. And by the power of God, you will not stay looked in a prison. Okay? You are not going to stay looked in a prison because Jesus holds the key that set you free. Because you know the truth and the truth you set you free. Close your eyes, please. Now it's you. The truth is not just a concept. Truth is a person. 
And his name is Jesus Christ. And he you set you free. There are some people here that are in this church. And now some people that are listening to me on, on, online, on the internet. That the biggest lie that is impacting you right now is a distorted view of who God is. And you need to change your mind. And now you are before him. And he and you need to repent. The first thing to change our mind is repentance. You have to repent and say, Lord, this is this is a kind of sin, and I want to change my life, I want to change my thoughts, I want to change the way that I think. Who is Jesus? Jesus, the Son of God. Jesus was perfect in every way. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Jesus is the truth. If you want to know God, you have to look at Jesus Christ. Now start thinking about these lies. And the Holy Spirit will help you to go into a deep repentance. And then you need to start changing, replacing these lies with the truth. Father, I pray right now for all my brothers and sisters that are here. I pray for all of them, Lord. I pray today we ask you by the power of your word that was preached here, Lord. That you would renew our minds with the truth. Holy Spirit, please start today renewing our mind, transforming our mind with the truth. We don't want to believe in lies. And today, Lord, we want to take captives every thought, every, every lies. We, and we want to put that in prison. And we declare from today on, we are going to believe in what is written, Lord. Oh, in Jesus' name. Lord, I pray, Lord, that you can bless these people. Change our mind. There is a war going on in your mind right now. There is a war. And you need to name that stronghold that is holding you. You need to name it. And you need to say, stronghold, you are not going to, to, to hold my life anymore. Oh, you need to say, I want God's truth. And, and the truth of God will set me free. Oh, in Jesus' name, Father, I pray right now that you would begin this work of renewing our minds. In Jesus' name, God, give us faith to walk this journey with you, Jesus. Give us faith to stay off the old path of lies and destruction, Lord, that we lived before. God, create a new path, Lord, 
of truth. Renew our mind. Put your hands in your mind right now. Put your, put your hands in your mind, please. Put your hands in your mind now. Yes, and pray. And say, Lord, renew your mind. Bless my mind. Change your mind. Say, God, create a new path and a new truth. Renew my minds. God, change my thinking. Change my life. Forgive my sins. Forgive my sins. Ask a hand. Lord, I pray. Bless all your church. Help us to walk in the truth. And we declare, Lord, we are going to, to know, to declare that all these lies, all these strongholds will be broken in our lives. And we're going to replace it with the truth. We are going to write it. We're going to think about it. We're going to meditate about it. Lord, and we're going to confess it with our mouth, mouth until we believe it, Lord. And we're going to live the life that you want for us. Because we are more than conquerors in Christ Jesus. We are blessed. We are healed. You are more than conquerors. This is what it's written about us. And in Jesus' name, we praise you, we worship you, and you thank you for your word. In the name of Jesus, we pray and we give you glory. Amen and amen. Glory be to the Lord in Jesus' name. Hallelujah.